I hope that you, um, you we've been going now for about four months, I think it is, with the, with the Matmonim Shia. I hope that you're getting, I, I, can't, I can't expect that you're getting as much out of it as I am, but I hope you're getting so, so, something out of it. For me, I, as each day we'll just learn some new amazing insight. Uh, for me, it's been transformational. I hope that, that for you as well. And I hope for the people who are listening in that you're downloading the, those who are taking it seriously are downloading the source sheet. Because to see them without them, of course, we've got to run through it very quickly in 15 minutes. Um, but to really grow out of it and develop out of it, it's, it's important to, to go through the sources yourself. And they're available on the app or on the WhatsApp group. So one of the things that we, what I'm going to do today, Mirzashem, is help you open up a window into the world of Korbanot. It's one of the most difficult areas conceptually, what are sacrifices all about, why are they relevant, and why, and the Rambam says it's one of the pillars on which the world stands, it's, it's that important, difficult to understand, and technically, uh, Kodshim is the most difficult area of Shas. So uh, what, what I hope to do is to help you gain a, a new insight into, into the importance of Korbanot and why they're relevant, even to us today, and, and so important. Uh, and we're going to do it through understanding a part of Korbanot that we so very seldom think about, and that's the Shnei Gizrei Eitzim, which we mention in the, uh, in, in the Maroch, when we talk about it in the mornings, when we say the, uh, the Seder Yom of Abaya, and we talk about the Shnei Gizre Eitzim, the two logs of wood that used to be put on the fire. So we have a posuk in Vayikra and a posuk in Tzav. Um, and listen to the wording, because it's really important in the Psukim. And the Bnei Aron HaKohen will put fire on the altar, and they'll put wood on the fire. So it's not as if the wood is the fire. There's already got to be fire beforehand. Once the fire is burning, you put wood on the fire. And then in Tzav again, the Kohen must burn wood on the fire every morning. Uh, and then you put the Korbanot on the, on the wood. And the Rambam in Tmidim Musofim uh, extracts the, the, the halacha out of... Um, uh, out of those psukim and the, the Gemaras, of course. In the morning, you arrange the, the, the wood, which is the Maracha Gudola, the Maracha Gudola. And so it's a mitzvah to add two beams of wood, onto two logs of wood, onto the pile, in addition to the wood that's already burning there. So again, the two beams are not the fire. The fire is there before, the wood is added to it. And so with the Tomid of the afternoon, it's part of the Korban Tomid that you bring this wood. The Rambam in, in um, but so before that, the question is, or it's not really a question, it's very clear in the Mishnah, can you donate the, the wood, the same as you can donate things for the Beis HaMikdash, you can donate furniture for the Beis HaMikdash, you can donate anything for the Beis HaMikdash, you can donate a korban, you can be maktish a korban, and we've spoken about the difference between Kedushas Domim and Kedushas Mizbeach whether you're donating value or you're donating an object. Can you donate wood for the fire? And if you do so, is that, is that Kedushas Domim or is that Kedushas Mizbeach? Is that you're just donating like material for the Korban, for the Beis Amikdash to work? 
Are you supporting the Beis Hamikdash with that, or is it like is it kedushas haguf? Are you actually being makdish the wood and it and it acquires sanctity in the very body of the wood? So that's what our sugi refers to. We have a Mishnah both here and in Menachos that says, If a person takes upon himself a donation of wood and says that the, the beams, the logs, I will donate, he mustn't give less than two, says the Mishnah. The Rambam Paskins Halachin, Masei Akorbanot, Tetzayin Yud Gimel, HaOmer Arai Alai Levonav, Loifot Bikomet, Sarei Alai Itzim, Lo Yivchot Mishnei Gezerim. If a person says, Harei Alai, exactly as the Mishnah, you mustn't give less than two. Harei Alai Eitz, but the Rambam adds, but if you just say, I will give a log, then maybe Gezerachad, then you can bring one. So that's what the Rambam does. That's all based on the Gomorrah in Menachot, not in, not in our Gomorrah yet, we'll come to that in a moment, where the Rambam, the Gomorrah in Menachot and Dafkufova Mudbez brings a Machlokes Tanakama and Rebbe as to whether this wood is fuel or is itself a korban. That, that's the whole issue. This wood that you've got to put on, is that a sacrifice? Is that a case where you can sacrifice wood? We've never thought of that. We always think of sacrificing animals. We've got flour, we've got birds, we've got... But wood, it's the one the Rebbe holds that this is a korban, that the wood itself is a korban, which fits so well into the psukim that we learned, that, the, that you've got the fire going, and on the fire you bring the wood. <coughs> so that's how, that's how Rebbe learns it in, in Menachas. Tanakama holds, it's, uh, it's used, it's fuel. So you're donating fuel for the Mizbech, it's not actually a korban. Um, and therefore, the way we understand the Gomorrah in Menachos is that the Gomorrah is learning the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, if you say, I will bring wood for the base for the Mizbeach, not less than two, that that's going like the Tanakhama, who holds that it's not a korban, that you're supporting, that it's an act of support, and, and we define it. Like, like many of the other statements of donation, when you donate wood, what you mean is the two logs of wood that have to be brought in the morning or in the afternoon, and what you've got to bring is at least two logs of, of wood. That's what, that's what needs to be brought. Says the, um, but, so, so the Sfas Emes has a problem. Sfas Emes is very important altogether. The Sfas Emes was the grandson of the Chidushe Harim. He was, in effect, the second, some say, the third Geiru Rebbe. And he really built Geir into a massive organization that it later became. This is 19th century. had a long reign. And what's interesting about both Chidush Arim and his grandson, the Sfas Emes, is they were completely accepted and admired in the Litvish and world, which shows you that the opposition to the Hasidim was not because they were Hasidim, and it's not because of what they thought or believed. What was so important about the Chidush Arim and the Sfas Emes is as brilliant as they were in Kabbalah, as was the Vilna Gaon, they never allowed Kabbalah to influence their halachic and Talmudic reasoning. They kept them discreet. Halachic and Talmudic reasoning is, is pure halachic and Talmudic reasoning. And then they've got the Kabbalah side. The Vilna Gaon did exactly the same. And because of that, what you realize, what, they, what the Vilna Gaon and his Talmudim opposed was the intermingling of Kabbalah and Halacha because you adulterate Halacha that way. You've got no way of really reasoning with Halacha. Halacha is like mathematics. You can't start using art to, to, to come to a mathematical conclusion. It doesn't mean art is bad or wrong. It just means... There's math and there's art. There's Kabbalah and there's Halacha. And the objection to Hasidus at that time 
was the intermingling of, of Kabbalah and Halacha, not the fact that they were Kabbalists, so was the Vilna Gaon and, and Reb Chaim Velozhna were all Mekubalim. And the Tzfas Emes was completely accepted and is till this day in Litvish Yeshivas, he's learned. And the Tzfas Emes has a difficulty with the Rambam because he says the Rambam is paskining on the one hand like the Tanakhama, where he, he brings the Mishnah, that if you say, Hare Allah Eitzim, you've got to bring two. And on the other hand, he's paskining like Rebbe. Rebbe is the one who says that it's a, it's a, it's a korban, and therefore, if you say, I'm going to bring one, one Eitz, you, you bring one Eitz. So, according to the Gomorrah and the Bavli, the way we learn the Gomorrah and the Bavli, the Mishnah is like the Tanakhama. And yet the Rambam brings the Mishnah, and he brings Rebbe. Says the Svasemis, that's very difficult. He says, Tosfus does the same. Tosfus brings the, the, the we'll, we'll come to that in a moment. So what I want to suggest, again, you, you would have to go into this with a bit of time, is the Rambam is not paskining like the Tanakhama in, in the Bavli. If you look at the Kesef Mishnah, which is the Mechaber, the, 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 the Shulchan Aruch, who wrote a parish on an entire Rambam, before we wrote the Shulchan Aruch, if you look at the Kesef Mishnah, you'll see the Kesef Mishnah cites as the Makoros for the Rambam, our sugya in Shkolim, not the Gemara in Menachos Daf Kufvav. Our sugi in Shkolim is different. What does our sugi in Shkolim say? Rabbi Yossi bar, bar Rabbi Bon Omar Rabbi um, Omar Rabbi Bo Bar Memel. Boy Omar Rabbi Bo Bar Memel. Um, it's interesting. There's a difference between the Korban Aida and the Taknin Chadatin. The Korban Aida says he had a sophic. He asked a question. The Taknin Chadatin learns he didn't have a question. It was very clear. He wanted to know whether the Beis Hamedrash agreed with his way of learning. What was that? Harei alai eitz mevigizarechad. Here we see that idea, if you bring the, which the case of Mishnah says is the Makor of the Rambam. If you say, I'm going to bring one log, then you bring one. Is, do you agree with that? Omra Rabbi Loza, Masnisa Omra. Yes, of course, we've had this in a Brisa already. Shezeh korban bifne atzmo, vizeh korban bifne atzmo. Each log is an individual korban, says, says Rabbi Loza in, the, in, our, in our Gemara, in the, in the Yerushalmi. Ki haide taninen, as we've learned, Taman, um, we've learned that with the korban tomid in the afternoon and the mincha, you need two koanim to bring the to bring the wood. One each one takes one log. So we learn from there, since each log needs a kohen, that each log is a korban on its own. There's a, a brilliant briskerov where he explains the korban tomid also needs many koanim to bring it forwards, but he explains that that's the holacha, to bring the korban from shechita to mizbeach. But by the wood, there's no holacha. So the koanim, the role of the koanim is to be makti, is actually to put it on the mizbeach, to bring it as a korban. Since each one needs a koan on its own, each log is a korban on its own, is the way the Yerushalmi comes out. So the Yerushalmi is going entirely like Rebbe, that the wood is a korban, it's not fuel for a korban. The wood itself is a korban. And the Yerushalmi holds, that's the Mishnah. Unlike the Bavli who says the Mishnah is like the Tanakhama and, and not like Rebbe, the Yerushalmi doesn't, just ignores the Tanakhama and learns completely like Rebbe and says that the Mishnah that says, if you say, I'm going to bring eight sim to the Mizbech, you bring two, so explains the Yerushalmi, that's because you said it in the plural. But it's okay to say it in the singular and just to bring one because one is also a korban. One piece of wood is also a korban. Uh, and that would answer the, the difficulty of the, uh, uh, of the Sfasemis, that the Rambam is paskining like Rebbe, like the Yerushalmi, not like Rebbe in the Bavli. And the Rebbe is not mentioned in the Yerushalmi. He's paskining like the Yerushalmi on this particular matter, different from Tosfus. Tosfus does merge the sugyas. 
the Rambam, according to the Kesef Mishnah, I believe is keeping the sugya separately and is paskening like the sugya in, in, in Shkalim. So, what, how can the wood be a korban? What does that mean, that the wood is a korban? The, the, the wood is the fuel at the end of the day. Whether you've got fire already and you add the wood to it, but at the end of the day, you put the korban on those gizraetzim. So you've got fire going, you bring the two beams of wood, and then you put the, the korbanot on top of them. Why is the, why is the, why are the Gizra Eitzim also considered a korban, according to the Yerushalmi, and according to Rebbe, and according to the Rambam? Why, why, are they, why is it considered fuel? And here you've got an understanding of what the korban is. Why korbanot are so important. A korban is the conversion of matter into energy. It's a model of, of that and and ma- converting matter into energy is a precondition of avodas Hashem. You can if you serve Hashem with matter, it's called avodas zora. It's called idolatry. If you serve Hashem with human energy, that's Torah. That's mitzvah. So how do you get the energy? You've got to convert food. You've got to eat, and you convert the food into energy. That's life. Life is taking matter, converting it into energy, and using your energy to serve Hashem. That's what a korban is, to make it clear to us all the time, every day. We don't, matter is to be destroyed. We could have a whole environmentalist conversation about this. Matter is meant to be destroyed in the service of something higher. Matter is not meant to be preserved in it for itself. It's got to be preserved as a source of energy. But, but not as a thing in itself. That starts becoming idolatry. So we take matter, different types of matter, and on the, base, on the, on the Mizbeach, we convert it into energy because that's the model of life. And the Masilis Yishorim says in, in the section on Kedusha and Perich Havov, Hatzadikim hein hein hamerkova. Tzadikim are like Hashem himself. Ki ha-shchina shura alehim, because the Shechina dwells with them. And then he goes on to say that just as, as things that are brought on the Mizbeach, are, are key, are, they rise. Anything you bring on the Mizbech is an aliyah, not just for the thing you bring, but for the whole species. If you bring wood on the Mizbech, all the wood of the world rises. If you bring a lamb on the Mizbech, all the lambs in the world rise. The same applies to food that a tzaddik eats. That food and drink is being uplifted because it's being used for exactly what it was meant to be used, to be converted into energy and the energy used to energize Avodah Hashem. That's what matters for. That's what food is for. So when a tzaddik eats, that's what he's doing, he's converting food into energy and using the energy for Avodah Hashem. So the food has an aliyah. And that's like bringing a sacrifice. That's like bringing a korban. When a tzaddik eats, or when you give something to a tzaddik to eat, you're being makriv. Because the essence of korban is to convert matter into energy so that the energy can drive. Avoidas Hashem, because that's the difference between Avoidas Zorah and Lahavdil Avoidas Hashem. We serve Hashem with our energy, not with our objects. We simply use the objects as vehicles with which to energize and drive um, the, the service of Hashem in the other areas that we perform. Thank you.